You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. The first thing that came to mind was the on-air coaching episodes. So I mentioned that and then instantly came up with a bunch of reasons why I couldn't do it. All of those reasons were pretty much excuses not to take the risk, and that became apparent in the conversation. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn, and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. If you're getting my newsletter, you know I am in the midst of some summertime craziness with family coming and going and getting ready for podcast movement in a couple of weeks. My parents were just visiting this past weekend, and I was sharing with them how I'm listening to Marianne Williamson's book titled A Return to Love Workshop, Basics on a Course in Miracles. It's a live recording of her delivering this workshop over the course of a weekend. I shared with my parents how I missed going to a personal development seminar. It's been a while since I've gone away to focus on me and who I am as a human being. However, the more we chatted over the weekend and I shared with them different conversations I've had with people in my life and books that I'm reading, I realized I'm immersed in a personal development program. I've said many times on this podcast that entrepreneurship is the most robust personal development program you can put yourself through. But I'm also realizing you don't have to be an entrepreneur to get the rigorous benefits of personal development. You just have to surround yourself with the right people and resources and have a huge willingness to look at your stuff honestly and compassionately. With Podcast Movement on the horizon, something that has definitely been on my mind lately is the creative direction of women taking the lead. I'm not the type of person who can keep doing the same thing over and over and over again without getting bored, and so I need change. Last year, that change looked like switching up the format to releasing one interview episode a week and putting more time and effort into releasing the 100% Jody episodes. That had a huge impact on the success of this podcast. My download numbers per episode have doubled since I started doing these types of episodes. It's those type of changes that I know keep me growing, keep the podcast growing, and serves this community best. Last year at Podcast Movement, I had a conversation with Natalie Ekdahl of the Biz Chicks podcast. I told her how much I admired her for doing on-air coaching calls as a part of her podcast and conveyed how courageous I thought that was. Natalie very directly told me, Jody, this is something you should do with your podcast. You're a business coach. This is a way to display what you can do for your clients and the types of conversations you have in your coaching sessions. When she said that to me a year ago, I was so intimidated by the idea of that, I just put it to bed and only thought about it every now and again until recently. I was chatting with a new friend who asked what was next for my podcast. The first thing that came to mind was the on-air coaching episodes. So I mentioned that and then instantly came up with a bunch of reasons why I couldn't do it. All of those reasons were pretty much excuses not to take the risk and that became apparent in the conversation. I thought about it over the weekend, and what kept coming back to me was the oral exam I had to pass in order to achieve my coaching certification. 
This entailed coaching a master coach on a recorded line, and then the recording was passed on to three to five other master coaches who reviewed and either passed or failed you with some feedback. As soon as I finished the call, the recorded call with the master coach, I started to cry because I was sure I had failed. Now, ultimately, I was wrong. I had passed, but I didn't feel good about the experience at all. Like, I didn't feel like I was as competent as I thought I was. Years later, I entered a fun contest in my coaching community that was set up like March Madness and college basketball. In the contest, each coach submitted a recorded call to be rated by a select group of coaches deciding who moved on to the next round. I didn't make it past the first round. I was bummed, but I figured it would be a good learning opportunity. So I asked if I could get the feedback on where I went wrong. I was told someone would reach out to me, but nobody did. And I didn't follow up, which I've really come to regret because what has lived with me is this conflicting image I have with myself as a coach. On the one hand, I have this image of me as a great coach. I'm able to provide my clients with a safe space in which they can just be themselves. They don't have to be super professional or put on any fronts with me. They can come as they are, tell the truth without fearing judgment, and they can be supported and stretched all at the same time. They reach or exceed their goals and they rave about me. That sounds all good, right? On the other hand, there is this lingering feeling that I'm not as good as I think I am. There is something I'm doing wrong and I don't know what it is because that information has not been shared with me. So you can imagine what I'm going through as I start seriously considering these on-air coaching calls. I'm going to be releasing yet another recording of me coaching, and this time it's for the whole world to hear. Anyone can access this podcast and listen to my coaching process and style and my inner critic is having a field day with me. This is the perfect example of the imposter syndrome. I'm afraid if I record myself coaching and publish it, I'll be called out as a fraud. Everyone will know I'm not as good as I appear, and the jig will be up. As I'm saying this, I know it sounds insane, but that's why the imposter syndrome is so insidious. Until we get our thoughts out of our head and say them aloud to another person, those thoughts live like they're the truth. When I shared all my excuses with my friend who in turn questioned them, the excuses all sounded ridiculous. It was then I realized how much fear had been deciding the content of women taking the lead, and I can't let that go on. I can't expect you to do anything I'm not willing to do, and I want to model boldness, taking a risk, and stretching limits. Starting in the fall, I'm going to start releasing on-air coaching episodes. I'm going to take advantage of my time at Podcast Movement this month to develop my process around these episodes, and you'll be hearing more about it starting in September. The bottom line, and coming back to where I started from, doing programs and weekends to focus on your personal development is awesome. I certainly want to be doing more. And If you surround yourself by the right people and resources, be it books, TED Talks, podcasts, or videos, and take action on what you learn, you are going to experience continuous growth in your life and in your work. If you're interested in joining forces with a group of women who are going for it in their life and in their businesses, I'm going to highly recommend you check out the Accomplished Community. There is coaching, 
Q&A, masterminding, expert calls, a lot of compassion, weekly prompts, and more to help you continue to grow and stretch yourself in a way that feels good. Go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash community to find out more. I hope this was valuable to you. And if it was, please share this with a friend. That's how we gain the resources to help us on our own personal development journey. Thank you all. And here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me and here's to your success.